Throw away the stubbies. <laughs> From then on, it was, it was all on. All right, we sort of party pretty hard after that. Give me your hands up! 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 What's new in the castle with your host, Mr. Dan Nielsen? And what a guest we have this week. Another night, superstar. Well, he's an injured superstar. He only got to play eight games with the Mighty Nova Catherine Club this season. But he has played 268 NRL games. He was in the 2015 NRL Grand Final with the Brisbane Broncos. The other runners-up, the Cowboys beat him in Golden Point. Arguably the second greatest Grand Final of all time, besides the Knights in the 97 Grand Final. Three State of Origin appearance for Queensland. His name is Andrew McCulloch, and we're going to give him a ring right now. And this man has finally answered the phone. I've been pestering him for weeks on end. Andrew McCulloch, thanks for coming on. What's new on the castle, mate? No, no dramas, mate. Thanks for having me on. I've been um, pestering you in the inbox. You're probably sick of me, or... Nah, that's all good, mate. It's all sweet. I know that's part of the, the gigs. It's, um, it's just good to have a bit of a chat and a relax and nothing too formal, which is good. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Anyway, we'll start with uh, the injury, the d- d- disappointing season-ending injury, the hamstring. How's that coming yeah. along? It's a bit um, bit, bit yeah, devastating news, wasn't it? Yeah, mate. Just um, like a... Like what happened, just a bit unlucky. It was actually my right, um, yeah, foot that sort of slid out from under me, which sort of gave way. And obviously, on my knees, sort of went down, needing my left hemi and tore the three ligaments um, off the bone there. But that's um, that's footy, mate. Uh, that's just part of it. Um, yeah, I'm rehabbing really well, and things are going well. So, well ahead of schedule, and just you know, getting in, ripping in a rehab, and getting my body right. It's um, it's good. We got some great physios there at the Knights, and I'm very grateful for them to. Yeah, you know, to be giving up their time and um, you know helping me out through this um, sort of process. There's a fair few boys in that sort of yeah. squad at the moment, but hopefully a few of them get flicked out of there as quick as possible in the next couple of weeks and help the team out. Yeah, well, that's what I, was, I was reading some of the um, the injuries before, and I'll go through them. Like you got yourself with a hamstring, you're out for the season. Connor Watson, same game against the Bulldogs, the Achilles, he's gone for the season. Jaden Braley er- earlier in the year, knee season. Blake Green just recently on the weekend, he's yeah, to be continued, but it didn't look too well. Uh, Tim Glasby, um, concussions. Bradman Best, he might be come back in the finals. He had an ankle injury. Edric Lee, he had uh, another broken arm, so he's coming back in the finals, hopefully. Uh, Sione Matiati out round 18, possible round 19. Well, what's the go? Is Adam O'Brien not putting enough calcium and protein in your diets at the Knights? What's the go? I don't know, mate, but I think it's right across the board. If it went across... Three quarters of the competition, you have to say at least a good handful of um, teams are dealing with this um, at the moment. You know, you look at the Storm, you look at the Broncos, you look at the Raiders. Yeah, you know, there's a you know name a heap of other teams that no doubt um, are in that category of a lot of players out, and that's just the way the season's been. I think um, obviously disruptions to uh, the start, then a break, then to come back, then the set of rule changes, plus you know mandatory training and home players not getting out there'd be a range of issues probably dealing with that and I think um, 
Sorry, hence why there's been so many this year. Yeah, do you feel like that's just a coincidence with all the rule changes and the COVID that there's so many injuries, or do you reckon that has had a major um, impact on it? I think it surely has. They talk about high game, high speed, ball and plays above what it was originally, which was actually a quick game to begin with. And to think we had four or five weeks off, or whatever it was, um, to get back, and then obviously two weeks to, pre- to prepare for or whatever it was, two or three weeks to prepare for another season and then on top of that the, the, the rule changes you know the travel the game day travel um, you know mentally the boys at home probably getting bored as well not getting out as active as they probably were playing golf you know doing whatever just getting out of the house keeping their minds off it um, I think it does add up and it's probably showing now that we're getting towards the back end and I think fatigue mental mental well-being is starting to play a bit of a part in it I think it just shows right across the competition yeah, so you, um, you've been in the bubble pretty much since you landed in God's country, like Newcastle. Um, um, yeah, yeah we, we call it God's country here. You've probably heard that from the boys. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's going good. I yeah. like it. I yeah, have you, have you had much chance to look around or like you've been in the bubbles? You're not meant to leave or has, you, has you, your wife done most of that for you? I see on social media, all the wags, they've been um, running the muck in Newcastle over the last few weeks. Yeah, no, they've uh, I've been to Redhead Beach, but I, I, my, you know, I just have a look around. Um, and just things like that, but it's just a bit hard at the moment. Like I said, I was, in, I was at New Lambton um, West Motel for the first month that I got here, so I was in a motel for a month. Um, so, mate, to be honest, I'm, um, I'm really looking forward to the bubble room bus and I can actually enjoy Newcastle for what it is. It certainly looks very good. I'm looking forward to drawing a few food joints, going to the Hunter Valley and go to actually a couple of pubs. I keep looking at them, but I've been here for four or five months now and actually haven't been in one, so that'll... Um, That'll change, but we'll just get through the rest of the year and um, hopefully enjoy a bit of it. Yeah, some good pubs out there. Um, have you had one in particular you're craving to have your taste buds to get a beer at? Or? Oh, mate, there'd have to be the surf house, I reckon. One, a couple up there near the beach. I'm, you know, I'm coming from the, obviously, Brizzy where there's no beach. They get to <laughs> something like that, the Mary Allen or a couple of other ones, I think they're called, or the Burwood. Yeah, um, Burwood Inn, that's our, that's our local, so that's a great pub yeah, there. Yeah, it's a couple of things like that, mate. It'd be good to see. I think I'm a big red wine drinker, so... Um, just still got to get a cab or a driver to go to Hunter Valley for the day and just um, get a few friends relaxing and trying a few. So that'll, that'll be good. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great day out there, up, up in the Hunter Valley. We're pretty lucky to have that. Um, yeah, for sure. Like being a, so you're born in Dal- Dalby uh, in Queensland. Dalby, yeah. Yeah, Dalby. Yeah. So uh, describe Newcastle to someone who hasn't even been here. Maybe someone yeah up, up the border near your hometown, someone who hasn't been in Newcastle. Describe like maybe some positive, positives and negatives. I think it's a big country town on the coastal region. You know, there's, um, you know, great spots, you know, you know, off a beach, you know, relaxed lifestyle. I think that was one of the attractions to come in here. I don't like the busy aspect of Sydney. Um, it's easy to get around. I like being able to just leave half an hour before um, before traffic, sort of get there on time and not have to worry about traffic and things like that. So um, that suits me. And, you know, I think um, it's probably a few, a few more varieties of food joints or restaurants at night of the probably uh, one one improvement but it's a smaller town i get that so i probably just don't know a few that i need to try and go down on the bucket list come october november yeah, pl- plenty of different um, restaurants and that out there. See, what the, what the thing is in Newcastle, everyone just goes straight to the coast and think yeah. that's where all the restaurants are. you gotta, you got to dive out in a bit of the suburbs, a bit of the few of the oh, Ro- Roger Western stuff, cross the Adamstown Railway gates, and that's usually where you start to get a few more good feeds, but that's probably our hidden... Yeah, right 
<laughs> that's probably. I just have to, I have to branch out a bit more. I knew I was driving to the stadium the other week, and I think it's is it Beaumont Street in Hamilton or something. Yeah, like yeah, that, a few right? um, few good cafes and that down there. Yeah. De- definitely worth. So, I haven't been there. Yeah, I drove through there to go to the stadium from. I think I was in Newey in the city part, but I'll end up going through there. I haven't been through there before. So, yeah, look, things like that I'm looking forward to, and I just I don't like the busy life, so this has been really good. Yeah, definitely check out the Kent Hotel uh, Monday. Kent Hotel. Me- me- uh, about Monday about 11 o'clock. That's usually um, when the karaoke comes out. That's the only oh, pub. Really? That, yeah, it's the only only pub that shuts at three a.m. every single night. So <laughs> besides Sunday, so I definitely definitely check that out. That's a Mad All Monday right. special. That Good one. Yeah, that's so. it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure KP and Connor Watson there they wouldn't hang out there a fair bit. Um, bit more footy chart. Realistically, where do you reckon that the boys will finish in the top eight? Even though we've had a few injuries and that, like, do you yeah. feel like top four is a possibility? I just think of the way, look, no disrespect to the way the draw is, you know, if you can get on a bit of a run here, every team's going to be competing, but no, if we get a few troops back and just get on a little bit of a run here leading into the last five weeks with the sort of the regards for the draw, um, you know, in, as well as a limited amount of travel. I know the boys are away this weekend, but aside from that, we've got a lot of games at home, so that's a bit of a factor as well. Um, so, yeah, you'll be looking at definitely that top four. Yeah, that's it. And um, no finals footy for the night since 2013. I'm pretty sure I was oh, still. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was still a virgin in 2013. And uh, I think <laughs> I think I think Bradman Best was still learning how to walk. So um, semi. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So finals footy. How how different is it to the normal season? Is it is it much much difference, or is it honestly like a step above the? Um, like yeah, the, I think it's just a step above. I think. Comes into um, you know warmer time of year. You know September's always been that that first week of semi-final footy. It's obviously not this year, but the weather starts to get a bit warmer. You know everyone sort of some teams are going on holidays, but you're still playing, so it's steps up again. You know the pressure's on a bit more, and each team, depending on where you finish, is sort of could be your last game. So a lot of desperation, and each team is right up for it. So. You get everything right, and you have a bit of momentum, and you've been playing well going into it. You're always a good chance. And yeah. Right now, um, we can just try and get a few guys back um, in the next couple of weeks, and still have a couple of those wins. I think that'll definitely help. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, it's been a long time since we played some finals footy in Newcastle. Yeah. I think the last game was uh, against the, the Roosters and Danny Badiris. He got knocked out, and that was pretty much. Right, um, right, yeah, right. it was pretty it was much. Yeah, it was, it's been, mate, it's been, yeah, like I said, I think it was, I finished year 12 that year, it was my HSC year, so, like I said, it's, um, oh, right. yeah, I've had a rough, rough seven, seven or eight years, I'll tell you that. That's right, mate, it's looking good now, I think Adam's done uh, and his case and stuff, and yeah, the recruitment as well as Alex McKinnon's done, uh, yeah, a great job of attracting Newcastle to the players to come to now, and I think, obviously, through a tough period, those younger guys that were there, you know, Sequeity brothers, you know, the Barnett's, Fitzgibbons, Kingy, Josh King, all those sort of guys, um, yeah, have been through that tough time, so they've got to get some, you know, enjoy the good times and realise 
what that is all about, which they, hopefully they're going to see. Yeah, you mentioned now Alex McKinnon with his recruiting. I reckon it's been second to none. He's been a massive success for the club. But I think um, a bit of credit's due for Nathan Brown. He's He copped a few tough years over the years. I don't know if you had much to do with him, but um, I think a lot of the Newcastle fans there, <laughs> they're pretty quick to jump on the bandwagon, the old yeah. the old Nova Cassian fans. But um, I think everyone yeah. who knows their footy knows that Nathan Brown, he did an excellent job. Um, yeah, he had to ride that out and obviously got to some of those key blokes that are here, still here now. Um, like I said, just added for other blokes to, you know, make it attractive to want to come play here. And that, that's, that helps if any, any player wanting to sign, though, they certainly look at the roster and realise um, that, that it's a decent team and a half a chance of doing well that year. Certainly done a good job. Yeah. Well, um, probably more of like a negative one here, but um, leaving, leaving yeah. Brisbane, how, how, how difficult was that for you? And... Um, I know I asked a couple of your teammates, is it true you got a dartboard in your locker room and you got the Brisbane Broncos logo on it and you try and hit 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 the bullseye every time? Yeah, no, there's no no dartboard, none of that, but uh yeah, I, yeah, it was a strange run at the time, but I, you know, as it, when I got first asked it, I was you know when you get asked something you sort of don't realise straight away if it was a good question or not and you you wonder if it's a good idea, you sort of know straight away and I sort of felt alright, it felt pretty good. And I sort of obviously spoke to Adzi and uh, you know, the reputation he's got as a, firstly a, as a bloke and then as a, as a coach and you know, the playing squad um, and then obviously the location you know, certainly suited myself and my wife. Yeah. Um, so yeah, ticked a lot of boxes and um, just crazy how it worked out because um, yeah, like, kind of hard to believe um, what sort of happened up there in regards to that and you know, I'm glad I made it a call. Like I would have been thinking if only I did, and I'm glad I did because I, I felt like I was playing some decent footy. And you know, obviously injuries happen and that, but that's all part. And I can look back and think, uh, yeah, gee, I, I'm glad I had a good go at that. I met some great people. Um, my wife's met some great friends, and we've really enjoyed our time in Newcastle. And um, yeah, we're, I'm definitely glad we both made that decision. Yeah, well, just looking from the outside, I'm just a big rugby league fan. Just um. Yeah, leave it. But look, look, look more like a like a, someone's been in a forty year marriage, and you've been so like so long, and it's like a big bad breakup. That's what it kind of looked like. Um, like you said, coming straight back to Newcastle, did you feel like you fit in straight away? Yeah, well, I, I sort of knew um, I knew what Adam wanted from me. He told me what he needed from me, and I just you know wanted to just go out there and do that. I had no pressure, no expectations on myself. I just wanted to go out there. And just perform well, but also give back um, to him for giving me that opportunity. But also, um, you know, to earn the respect of you know those boys that I play with. I know I've been around for a while, but I still went into a new team, and I still wanted those guys to think, "Oh, geez, I had a good time playing with him boys." Absolutely, yeah. Go. Um, regardless of style or play or whatever they call clash, all I was going to do is compete hard and defend really well, and sort of got my footy back on track, and I was really enjoying. It. I was happy. Happy again. I was loving going to train. I was loving playing. And obviously, get setbacks, but I'm certainly um, grateful for the chance, and I certainly can take a lot out of it now. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, just going off me fantasy stats, I had Jaden Braley to start the year off in hooker. Then when he went down, I would come in replace you. And mate, 50, 60 tackles a day. Surely that takes a toll on the body. Yeah, no, body was feeling really good. Like I said, I was actually really energized. I was enjoying my role. I liked playing 80 minutes. I like the style that um, Adam wanted me to play within that team. Obviously, what I needed, my job needed to do. And yeah, like I said, I was 
felt like a kid again. I was excited about it. I, I was enjoying it. So yeah, I could take a lot out of that. I was, you know, I was felt like I was playing some consistent footy and doing my job within the team. And you know, I look back and think, dear, I had a good time in Newcastle. Yeah, and no one, no one across the board would be listening to this podcast. So um, be honest here. How bloody good was it to beat Brisbane earlier in the year? Uh, it was down to Central Coast, wasn't it? The Friday night, yeah, or Thursday night. How good was? How good it feel? Yeah, it did feel good. I think. Anyway. <laughs> I know that. It felt it felt bloody amazing, that. didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it felt good. I think they would have felt that the other way to me as well, but it felt good. Um, but yeah, look, yeah, just one of those things. I just got out there and played and enjoyed it. We got the win, and played some more right footy there, and yeah, but certainly uh, it felt good. Was Was there a player on the opposite field, on the opposite side, the uh, ex teammate? You've been there a few years. You kind of like few text messages after the game just to rub it in maybe something like Corey Oates on the, or something like that no, no, he's too easy out the wing there big, the big fella so I didn't have much to do with him but <laughs> he's got plenty to say yeah no I left, I left it alone I just felt I just felt mate the um, the wind's yeah, enough they were going through a tough <laughs> tough crowd, you know, they need to lay the boot in and yeah I just wanted to sort of concentrate myself there and just get on with it but you know <laughs> their own problem, own sort of problems there so it was yeah, I didn't. I didn't need to add to that. I didn't think. Sometimes silence is the best treatment, isn't it? <laughs> that's it, mate. I just think you win the game. You got that's all you need to do. And yeah, it's, it's a tough enough sport without the other extra stuff and a lot of other experts out there to tell you how to play. So that's all right. It's a, it's like arguing with the missus. Sometimes it's best yeah. to say nothing. <laughs> that's it, mate. That's it. You got it right. Yeah. Last few to finish on, and I'll let, let you go oh, back man. to you playing your. Uh, PS4, the golf game, oh, 2K. Early, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of time on that, I, I bet. But um, some of your career highlights, um, you got down all three State of Origin games for Queensland. That would have to be one of your pinnacles pinnacles of your career. It was pretty tough. Um, you had probably arguably the greatest player of all time, Cameron Smith. Well, we think yeah. Andrew Johns is the greatest player of all time. But yeah, yeah, yeah Cameron yeah. Smith, he's he would be in the top three. Um, yeah, what, what was that like? Finally... Cameron Smith goes down injured and you, you'll get to wear the maroon jersey. How good did that feel? Yeah, it's surreal. I think any kid um, growing up in respective states dreams of doing that. Um, you know, just being four or five years old watching that and then to realise you get a chance to do that at, at the MCG for a debut in front of 100,000 was... Yeah, it's something you can tell your kids. That you, you know, I'm... Um, to be proud of that, I can tell the children I got to play in a game, a couple of games like that. You know, it's never going to be 30 or 40 games, so I'm proud of my achievements and something that I'd, no one can ever take away from me now. I've got an origin number and a lot of kids would um, do anything to get that opportunity, so I'm very sport and lucky and I'm, yeah, yeah just very, very, very grateful because I've got a great family that supports me and helped me get there. And um, in 2015, it was like, bittersweet, make the NRL grand final um, yeah. and oh, arguably... Well, I reckon it'll be the second greatest grand final of all time, 97 grand final. Sorry for the Newcastle yeah. buyers coming out again, but God, yeah. that was, um, that was, that was, that's one to remember. Yeah, well, I guess yeah, there's nothing you can do about that. I think the last you know, 10, 15 seconds felt like an eternity, but yeah, like I said, it's, yeah, big year. We just had a really good team of, you know, good experienced older blokes and a lot of young, exciting guys and all dealt in sort of well. And yeah, I had a really great year. We had a good, group there for a while and a good couple of strong years and you never know what's around the corner but um yeah certainly look back on those couple of years we've, that we were pretty successful and um with benny hunt dropping the ball i know in my under 23s grand final was 18 year old we were up 16 nil and it, um one of the boys he dropped the ball over the line and we had a big laugh about it 
and then they end up winning the game 17-16. And then on that Monday, we absolutely give it to him. Was there any dander on that Monday about the drop ball, or was it pretty – because oh. it was pretty quiet. No, yeah, no, it wasn't none of that. I just, uh, yeah, it's probably a bit higher stakes than the, <laughs> and, then, and that for that competition compared to ours. But, yeah, no, it, it, it shouldn't have got to that, if I'm honest. That period of that kickoff, you know, if you look back throughout the game, we had ample opportunity. And, yeah, yeah. You know, a couple of silly defensive decisions that we got wrong, shouldn't have got to that. But, you know, it's life and, you know, that's just the way it goes, mate. That's footy and there's been plenty others and plenty more that will um, live yeah. through those sort of experiences to come. Yeah, absolutely. And um, being coached by Wayne Bennett, he, I've met him a couple of times. He's not a he's not a miserable, cranky man like everyone thinks he is. He's not a bad bloke. What, what do you, what's your opinions of old Wayne Bennett, the super coach? Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, not what you see is what you get. I think it's a bit um, a bit different for the boys in the dressing rooms, and that's why a lot of the boys probably love playing for him. He, he sticks up for him in the media, regardless of what the question or the reporter wants or what they, they want to happen. <laughs> he sort of sticks up for his players, which is good. So that's what needs to be happening. He thinks um, certain Wayne just sticks by that and his players, and I think that's um, showing for a bit more at South at the moment. They're really enjoying it and, and getting into a bit of form. Bit of a laugh when he got caught breaking the bubble at the restaurant. Well, what's, there, what's all the boys think about that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, absolutely. That's it. Um, anyway, that, that's a, that's a, I'll probably wrap it up there. I really appreciate yeah, you right. coming on. What's new in the castle, Andrew? Um, like I said, it's it's good for you boys to give back to us and um, instead of the big brands out there like your Maddie John Show, etc., like that. Yeah. So give back to your local community. We really appreciate it. Uh, maybe when the bubble finishes up. And go for a beer at the Burwood, and you can shout first round. How's that sound? No, that'll do, mate. I can, I can no doubt allow a few Newcastle people a few beers over the time. So, uh, no doubt I can do that for you, mate. Thanks for having me on the show, and I wish you all the best with it, too. Yeah, thanks, mate. A few beers leads into karaoke Monday with all the boys. So, yeah, we'll just wait, wait and <laughs> see for that. I'll find out, I'll find out what it's like. <laughs> yeah, it's the, like I said, it's probably not the greatest experience, but yeah, it will do. No, that's all right. Anyway, thanks, Andrew, and um, I'll let you, let you go anyway. What a man, what an interview. That's what's new in the castle for another week. Guys, share it on your stories. Do whatever you can. It means a lot to me. And next interview, God, it's a big one next one. I won't say who it is yet, but um, stay on the socials and find out the date with it and I'll let you know what's new in the castle. <laughs>